You know, when I was coaching Division One and D2, and when I was at Montverde, you know, we all were involved in the recruiting. I know people probably think it's just like the head coach or it might be like one or two assistants, but if you're on a staff that is really trying to get after it, everybody is going to be involved with the recruiting. And you're constantly exchanging information with other coaches about what you said to this person or this kid or this person's barber or this person's mom or whatnot to try to figure out the psychology of recruits and who you think you have a realistic chance of getting versus, you know, who you're probably not going to get because the conversation or the connection just isn't there. There's a few questions out there that I don't want to say that coaches are trying to trip you up if they ask you these questions, but they are trying to get a little bit deeper into your psyche than what's on the surface. It seems like questions are just normal conversation, but he's trying to pull something and extract something out of you that you, mar you aren't even conscious of because, you know, he's a good coach and he knows how to recruit. So these are the questions that good coaches ask Division I players or even D2, D3, Elite High School, AAU, whatever, that they like. What's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten from a coach? When coach asks you this, what he's trying to do is see if you're coachable, if you listen to these coaches, if you're someone who respects coaches. Coaches got massive egos. They think they are God's gift to basketball, God's gift to the university, God's gift to their team, to their staff, to their family, to their side family. They think they're God's gift to everything. They need to have their ego stroked because a lot of coaches are jocks and former jocks, and they fit the prototype of what a jock is. Wasn't a really good student, might not have had really good grades, might not have been someone who was an intellectual, but because their basketball talent was so good, they were able to do just enough just to get by, and they were coachable themselves. They listened to people themselves, so that's how they've been able to get in the position where now they're a head coach. This ain't every single coach, but this is a lot of coaches or an assistant coach. So he wants to know if you're going to stroke his ego. And the way that he knows that is because you're going to talk about a coach who you do respect. Your high school coach, your middle school coach, might be your father, might be your uncle, might be somebody. This is a time that when he asks this, you need to talk about the coach that you really respect. You need to build that coach up because this is just seeing if you're listenable. Listenable. Coachable. Listenable. Coachable. Is this a word? It's going to be. This is see if you're listenable. And if you are listenable, you know, that's going to really put you at the top of the list as opposed to guys that might have the same talent as you, but they can't think of anything of any coach who they really connected with. So now they're going to be at the bottom of the list. And that's something that every player should really pay attention to, that you should ask coaches, where do I rank on y'all list, right? Like if I'm a point guard and I know you recruiting seven other point guards, where do I rank in them seven point guards? How many offers do y'all have out at my position? Position. You need to ask him these questions, too, because that's going to show the coach that you are locked into the program, you're already invested into the program, and you got somebody talking to you that's giving you this information, so therefore you're going to make a more educated decision than somebody that doesn't have that type of information at their disposal. Another question that coaches are going to ask, another ego stroke, is they might ask you about their style of play. And what they're, not, and what they're doing, they're not asking you about their style of play to see if you understand basketball at a deep level, they're asking about their style of play to see if you actually pay attention to them, if you actually know who's on the team. 
if you actually know what high schools these dudes went to, what AAU teams that they played on, what camps that they were in, and where do you see that you fit amongst that? The coach isn't going to expect you to know all the X's and O's. If you do know the X's and O's, please, this is a great time to explain this to him. And mind you this, mind you this, if you start talking X's and O's, and that coach doesn't catch on to the bait and he don't have a conversation with you about the X's and O's, it's probably not an X's and O's coach, right? I don't know John Calipari like that. We've had a few conversations in the past, but from what I've heard from people that have consistently been around him on a daily basis, this is not an X's and O's guy, right? He's going to be more of a conversation. I'm getting you to where you want to be and you're getting me to where I want to be business type of coach, not an X's and O's. So if you do understand the X's and O's, if you do understand the type of offense they're running, you do understand the type of defense that they're running, you do understand the responsibilities of your position this is a great time to talk about that and that's going to really impress the coach because he's going to be like damn like this kid is really locked into not only what we're doing but where he could fit in because you got to fill in these blanks for these coaches they don't know what they're looking for when they go recruiting they're looking at rankings they're looking at text messages they're looking at people that might have hit them up and told them about a kid who they've trusted before and whoever they say hey number 33 that's the one that's really good now when they're watching that aau game they're locked into number 33 they're not really paying attention to everybody else they say they are but the amount of players that get under recruited the amount of players that enter the nba draft and don't get drafted or are second round picks or late first round picks or even if you look at the nba lottery over the past, I say 10 years, each lottery probably gets what? Three All-Stars now at a 13, 14 slots. So this shows that there's a huge deficiency in the talent evaluation system in American elite youth basketball. So these coaches really don't know what they're looking for. So what you got to do, you got to fill in the blanks for him. You know your strengths. You know what you're good at. And if you can convey that about their style of play and see where you actually see fit, and not only that, what you're doing to get to the point where you're going to see fit, like, hey, coach, I saw last year as a team, your guard shot 32% from three. My last year in high school, I shot 41% from three. And I plan on being a 40% three-point shooter while I'm there. And this is my shooting workout. I wake up every single morning. I hit 250 from five spots. I come back later. I work on my skills and not close my workout with 250 from five spots so i make sure i'm hitting 500 threes a day how many high school players are actually saying that to a coach on a recruiting call the third question that i know every coach asks, and they're gonna ask in kind of a corny way but it's the truth they're gonna ask you what are your hobbies now this seems like a very harmless question on the surface but the reason that they're asking what are your hobbies is because he wants to see where basketball ranks in your life if basketball isn't one of the most important things in your life, that's going to scare some coaches away. If basketball is the only thing that's important to you in your life, that's going to scare some coaches away. This is a time for you to be honest, upfront, and understand that you need to be a well-rounded individual in order to succeed at any level of basketball. If you want to tell that coach that you love basketball more than anything, which you do, you know, I love basketball. I'm a huge basketball lover, so I get it. And you're going to work out three times a day. When you get to school, if you ain't working out three times a day, he's going to think that you're full of it. 
And from your freshman year on, he's already knocking you off. Like, I'm not rocking with this dude. He said he's going to work out three times a day, and he doesn't. Don't lie. But show him that you are serious about this. And in a way that you can show him that you are serious about this and about basketball, about the other things in your life, this could be a good time to talk about your weaknesses. It ain't got to be a basketball weakness. It might be a personal weakness. Because I remember when I was 16, 17, like, I had hobbies like video games and, you know, listen to music and stuff like that. But, you know, one of my favorite hobbies when I was in high school was to take naps. <laughs> like, I just love going to sleep, you know, because I feel like that was the best time to do that was in high school and college. Like, I was always sleepy. And if you're somebody that's like that, too, I would tell Coach, like, Coach, man, you know, hey, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, right now, one of my favorite hobbies is taking naps. And now I know that rest is important because, you know, I'm a high-level athlete, so I got to give my body a chance to recuperate. But I also understand that taking naps is a portal to complacency. Have you had to deal with guys that were complacent while they were there? And what did y'all do to make sure that they didn't get complacent? If you can learn to flip every question back to him after you answer it, that's going to leave more of an impression than anything. That was probably the, the weirdest thing when I was on these recruiting calls with these 14, 15, 16-year-old kids. It's like, you know, you ask a question and you get five-word answers, ten-word answers. And I know at that age you might not be the conversationalist that you're going to be in 20 years. And I know it's weird talking to somebody that's 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years old about things when y'all know it's really just about basketball. Like, coach, you only want me because I can hoop. I only want you because it's a free education. I'm going to get an NIL deal, and you might send me to the league. We understand what the transaction is, but you have to be able to converse with these people. And the best way to converse with anybody is to ask them questions about them. People love talking about themselves. This just ain't in coaching. This is in life. Ask them questions about them. And when you're on the phone with Coach, go to his website. Go to the school athletic website. Go to his biography. Go look at where he coached. Go look at where he played. Like, if he hooped, which a lot of these coaches did, go pull up their YouTube highlights from a specific game. Let him know that you noticed something that he did. Ask him who taught him this. Like, give him an opportunity where it's a podcast interview for him. If you can turn it into that, he's going to talk about himself so much that when he gets off the phone, he's going to think he really likes you for you. But all he did was talk about himself the whole time, and he likes the fact that you let him do that without him even recognizing that. This is stuff I used to do when I was dating. Talk to a chick, ask her some questions, and let her just start talking about herself. Because how many dudes are really letting her talk about herself? Not a lot, because they worried about themselves and what they want. So I would just ask her a question, just shut up. And five questions in, she's like, oh, you're a great listener. Yeah, I am. Yep. And now you mine. That's what you want, right? You want the coach to be yours. You want him eating out the palm of your hand to give you whatever you want, to get you where you want to get to in your level of life. And so you can love and experience basketball at a high level. Take note of these questions. Y'all want any more questions? Join my email list at basketballceo.com. Make sure you hit follow, subscribe, and all platforms. I'm out to pond. Y'all stay true.